Wait, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're here. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Laughing with Gingers. <laughs> Yay. It's a funny news podcast with two feisty redheads who share crazy stories to see who can make the other laugh the loudest. That lovely lady is Christina Curry, my partner in crime on Laughing with Gingers. And that is Sarah Alvin, the co host and lovely, awesome partner of Laughing with Gingers. And today's topic um, was actually really fun because we didn't have to check with each other if we were going to have any overlap. And it's actually called Hometown Hiccups. So, yeah. I'm excited. (laughs) It's going to be fun. Christina and I both lived in three different states. Well, actually, I lived in one state, one district, and one commonwealth. Ooh, that's fancy. I'm so fancy. Um, but so we each have three, so we're really excited. Yay, yeah, and they didn't overlap, so <laughs> uh, made things easy. Okay, well, I'm going to kick it off, and I'm going to start in Texas, where I was born and lived a huge chunk amount of my time and then ended up going back um, for another huge chunk of my time. Um, this, uh, this headline is so typical Texas. <laughs> Texas grandma gets revenge, shoots a 12 foot gator. She says, killed her miniature horse. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, those Texas. so many parts for this. <laughs> I know. Let's like unpack this. <laughs> I just, and I'm the- going to have to share the picture y'all because Grandma is some serious grandma face with this alligator. Oh, my God. Okay. I mean, I guess I should say gator. (laughs) Okay. So, Judy Cochran, 73, can list among the following as some accomplishments. She's a great-grandmother. She's a mayor of a Texas town, and she's hunted down and killed a 12-foot gator. So Cochran, who lives in Polk County, about 60 miles northeast of Houston, had a vendetta against a gator in her neck of the woods. About three years prior to this incident, a gator got a hold of her miniature horse, and Cochran has been seeking revenge on this gator ever since. So on Sunday, she finally caught the bastard. (laughs) And I swear (laughs) to God, the news article says that. She finally caught the bastard. So sexist. In line with Polk County's hunting season. So it actually, she found and hunted it down and caught it in line with the hunting season to hunt alligators. So that's very coincidental. Cochran grabs her gun, shot down a 12-foot, 580-pound gator that she believes is responsible for her beloved miniature horse's death. So Cochran's already taken, okay, by the time this like <laughs> reporter came to interview her, she had already taken the gator to her local taxidermist and she told the Fort Worth Star Telegram. She's planning on mounting that head and scaly part of the gator's back onto her mayor's office wall. She's, she's the mayor? Me. She's the mayor of the town. So she's <laughs> mounting yeah. This there's there's like some You know, conspiracy happening. So she's mounting his head on her mayor's office wall. She's going to eat the meat. She's already got plans for eating the meat. And she already has plans to make boots out of the rest of the skin. 
This grandma is something fierce. And I tell you what, it's a Texas grandma. They've got a little spunk in them. That's for sure. Oh my God. Yeah. It's literally like, I'll, we'll share the picture on Instagram because this gator is probably, I mean, it's giant. It is so big. I, I don't even know. I don't even know. I can't even tell you. <laughs> and it, it was big enough to catch a miniature horse and kill it. So, you, you know. How anyway. big are miniature horses? Like up to my waist? I, I don't know. It's a good, well, do you ever watch Parks and Rec? And it wasn't Sebastian. Little Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he a miniature <laughs> Yeah, he was. Can you imagine little Sebastian getting eaten by a gator? <laughs> Leslie Nope would have gone all nope on him. Oh, oh Leslie Nope God. would have murdered that gator too. <laughs> and that that head would have been hung right behind her. <laughs> Is this grandma Leslie Nope? Oh my god, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh god. That's so funny. Uh, it's fantastic storyline. All right, All right, so what do you got for me? Where are we, where are right. we heading to in this country? <laughs> so we are headed to the lovely state of Maryland. Okay. Um, and as you know, I grew up in the Bay, and this happened one county over from where I grew up. So it's like max 40 minutes, depending on where it was in the um, actual location. Um, so here's the headline. Dead goose falls from Maryland sky knocks hunter unconscious oh, that sounds very classic maryland <laughs> i have no idea what that means i've never been to maryland it just seemed like the right thing to say <laughs> it is very maryland <laughs> oh god oh man i'm already crying okay so this happened in easton maryland which is on the bay kind of like across the bay from where I grew up. Um, mm. So a waterfowl hunter is in stable condition after a dead goose fell from the sky and knocked him unconscious. <laughs> We're not going to name names because he's obviously, um, you know, a victim of this waterfowl assault. Incident? Assault. <laughs> Incident. <laughs> better. Assault's better. <laughs> <laughs> um, was hunting with three other people when one of them fired at a flock of Canada geese overhead in Easton, near the Miles River on Maryland's eastern shore. Maryland National Resources Police spokeswoman Candy Thompson said a falling goose hit this gentleman, knocking him out and causing head and facial injuries. The Washington Post reports that when he came to, he knew who he was, but little else, according to the officer. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he wasn't the one that shot the goose either. He just, like, was an innocent bystander. <laughs> so they tweeted on Friday that he was in stable condition and awaiting more tests at the Baltimore Trauma Center. Oh my God, I wonder if he ever got his memory back. <laughs> I don't know. And it, like, the Trauma Center in Baltimore is not close to Easton. Oh. So, oh my God. It's possible that they medevaced him out of there. 
That is an embarrassing thing to say. Like, oh, how'd you get your injury? Oh, a goose fell out of the sky and like hit me. And he has facial injuries, poor thing. Oh, God. I hope he doesn't have them for life. I really want to follow up. I know. I want to hear how he is now. What's his update? I'll, I'll Google him later. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm, let's, we can post it on our Instagram, like, what his, how he is. An update how to let everyone yeah. know he's he's A-OK and, um, yeah. and not out for geese blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I bet he takes a, a little more pleasure out of shooting down geese out of the sky than the normal person does. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, you're Ooh. up. Okay, so now we head to Wisconsin, where I spent four very cold years in. <laughs> it is cold there. Okay, so this one is – I'm not going to say the title because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing it to you after I'm done reading the article. <laughs> and I am not a singer, so, like, don't <laughs> – Tell me about how awkward I am because I already know that that's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> so um, a 24-year-old man, who, man who will, his name hasn't been released, but he's from Oak Creek, Wisconsin, and he was arrested for accidentally shooting his 21-year-old girlfriend in the butt on Valentine's Day. Oh, <laughs> February 14, no. when you're supposed to love your significant other, he shoots her in the butt. So according oh, to no. Oak Creek Patch, he dialed, he dialed 911 at about 5.45 on February 14th and told the dispatchers that he accidentally shot the woman right into the booty with a 9-millimeter <laughs> handgun. I don't know what kind of handgun that is, but it can't be good. Paramedics took the woman to the hospital while her boyfriend was questioned by the police. He was arrested for endangering safety by use of dangerous weapon, though he has not yet been formally charged. The victim's injuries are not life-threatening, and she is expected to have a full recovery. But here's what made me laugh. So this article is written by Hillary Hansen, and she's so clever with her title. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. I'm going to sing it. Shot in the butt, and he's to blame. A 23-year-old man has given love a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that song's gonna be stuck in our heads for the rest of the day <laughs> it's, it's john bon jovi right yeah, heart. yeah. <laughs> isn't that you like the best yeah <laughs> oh my god Shot in the butt and he's to blame oh god Oh my God, that's so good. That's a woman after my own heart. I know. Hillary Hansen, you did freaking amazing on your article title. Like that hooked me right away. So, um, anywho's it. <laughs> Let's go take a break and listen to John Bon Jovi. <laughs> I will meet you back here in a second. Woo! Whoop! And we are back. Thank you again for turning, tuning in, not turning into, um, laughing with gingers. <laughs> well, no, we want to turn everyone into gingers that laugh. <laughs> I mean, that's the dream, isn't it? Yeah, we aspire. <laughs> we can aspire. Big, look, high bar, high bar. I was like, 
<laughs> Everyone will be constantly saying, oh, my, my eyes are watering or I'm turning red. <laughs> All of the things we say. <laughs> All right. Are you ready I'm for crying. this next I'm one? Really <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next place I lived was uh, in Washington, D.C., which is a district, not a state, taxation without any representation. Um, it's on our license plates. Uh, and I lived there for almost 10 years, which is so crazy when you think about it, because it was post-college and I lived with Philippe, my husband, the entire time. So, um, which is so crazy, isn't it? Like, yeah, knowing that I have lived in Virginia now for over three years, a little over three years. Whoa. Is that nuts? Can you believe we've been together that long? <laughs> That's a long time. <laughs> I know. I know. And we still like each other. Who knew? Oh, my God. Going strong. He just made me, sorry for the aside, but he makes the best lunches. Um, also, his birthday is tomorrow, so happy birthday to Philippe. Um, but since he's been having to stay home, he makes me all these, like, gourmet lunches. And now oh, my God. I've seen some of them. <laughs> They look so dang good because she, she eats on camera. <laughs> if, yeah, I do. I am constant. I, somebody recently said I'm like Brad Pitt in the Ocean series because he's <laughs> constantly eating. And every time we have like a, a business call, I am eating on the freaking call. I like cannot help it. It is always when, you know, I'm not making my own lunches. So what am I going to complain about? Just keep Yeah, eating you're going to eat it. Day. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So everyone gets to see all the things in my teeth and hear me chew. Just kidding. I, I mute myself. Um, <laughs> not about the things in my teeth. That might happen. Um, <laughs> um, so he made me a panini today um, for lunch. Yeah. Which was so good. And last weekend he went golfing and I was like, are you going to be home for lunch? And he was like, no. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? <laughs> Who's gonna make me my lunch? Like I have no idea how to make my own lunch anymore. This, this is what quarantine has done to me. <laughs> oh my god, you've lost all ability to cook yourself lunch <laughs> <laughs> or care for myself. Apparently, I just can't eat if he's not around. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, boy. All right. So you ready for this story? Yeah. Okay. This D.C. home has been fooling people since the 50s. What? <laughs> home. So she put up quotation marks for those that could not see that, which is super bizarre because a home is a home. But <clears throat> Okay, carry on. <laughs> okay. Don't get angry, but a stately-looking house in D.C. is trying to trick you. It was built in 1953 at 40th and Neasy Streets Northwest, which is, um, like, think, like, Georgetown. So it's, like, high-end. This isn't – this is a wealthy area of D.C. Okay. Very high, uh, high property value is what okay. I was looking for. Close to Wisconsin Avenue, and there are others uh, – and there are others like it around the area. Ooh. I haven't read this article all the way through yet, so I'm excited to find out more about this as well. Okay, cool. 
<laughs> You're surprising yourself. I did my homework right before we recorded, and we have a hard stop at the end, so. <laughs> it looks like just a single house with bushes uh, in the front yard and a doormat at the front door, Pepco's Linda Powell said. It looks like a nice place to live, but it's a pretender that's been faking people out for more than 60 years. What? I'll send you, I'll give you the pictures for Instagram too. Okay, cool. Um, so we're at a 4KV substation, said Pow, a substation engineer. So Pepco is our energy company. Oh, um, I thought you were saying Petco. I'm no, like, no. What does Petco have to do with this? That's weird. <laughs> it's where all the food comes from. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Um, there's a second separate building behind the first that could be mistaken for a garage or shed. Both houses are our equipment. Um, and then there's like a whole series of this. So signs uh, on the buildings read danger, electrical hazard, and positively no trespassing. And I've seen this house. Um, you have? Yeah. Like, did you know what you were looking at when you were looking at it? No, but I always wondered what was in there because it says no trespassing so aggressively. Uh, positively no trespassing is what it Whoa, said. Whoa, that is aggressive. But the real doormat in front helps complete the illusion. During our visit, we found that someone had left a phone book on it, which I didn't even know they still delivered phone books. And yeah, they got to knock that off. That's a little precious in a way. It's like... <laughs> But also, like, maybe save some trees and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, the substation's most fascinating feature has to be on its side. Real horizontal blinds hang in the, five, in the building's five front-facing windows. Um, and at first glance, they appear, there appear to be more blinds on the side windows. You have to look really close to spot uh, that the blinds on the side windows aren't real. They're just paintings behind the glass. <gasps> What? This is so cool. This is really cool. Um, so uh, she, so basically, they put plywood in and then they uh, paint Venetian blinds and drapes on the plywood. Oh my gosh. So um, it, it's kind of fun because people walk up to the house um, and go to look. And, uh, hold on, sorry, I lost my place. Uh, it was, so this person used to live in one of the substations that mm -hmm. is like the equivalent in Rockville though, which is in Maryland outside the city. Um, it was kind of fun because people would walk into the house and go look out the window that was in the living room and there were no windows in the living room. So like they had like false walls in the, Oh my god, I want to come visit you and visit this house. <laughs> um, house. So they basically, like, they, they go through and they take these colonials that look like just traditional homes in the D.C. and Maryland and Virginia area, and then they, like, put their substations in there that have, like, all the electrical power plant stuff wow. in there. That so is they, so crazy. <laughs> 
That's like, really such cool, a though. Weird thing. It's I. I would have never thought that. Um, and it's so funny that it's just like been fooling people for so long. I mean, yeah. I want to see this house or these houses. <laughs> they have like in California, which is where I'm heading for my next story. They have fake trees that are like. I don't know, cell phone towers or something, but they make them look like fake trees. Some are like palm trees. Some are a little more like Northern California fir trees. And it's like, clearly you're fake. Like, you know, it's fake. (laughs) (laughs) I need to see these fake trees. Okay. I'll take pictures when I get back to California. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Cause it's, yeah, I bet I can find some online too. Oh, that's so funny. We'll have to post them on our Instagram too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, they're clearly fake. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, are you ready for my story? Yes. So we are in California, and normally I'm there, but not in this moment. I'm recording from Bainbridge Island, but that's okay. So this story comes from California, and because it's, you know, Hollywood, I decided to do – there I am singing again. Um, I decided uh, to do an article on what, what. When I just danced while you were singing, I went really close to the mic and then burped. <laughs> David, I didn't even hear that. I'm going to have to go back to this one. I hope oh, no man. one else can. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, God. <sighs> Sorry. <clears throat> okay, so, anywho. So, this article is about the real housewives and the rules that they actually have to follow. It's not necessarily newsworthy, <laughs> but I found it really, like, fascinating. So, they um, – I'm not a big fan of real housewives. I, I wouldn't say I'm a fan. I just don't watch it. Like, I've seen some episodes, but I'm not, like, I don't know names. I know there's, like, Atlanta and New York and California. But, like, beyond that, you've got me. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really a reality TV anyway. person. Right. This, I think, is what, what makes it even more fascinating to me because I'm not in that world. So I'm like, what? Okay. So all cast members have to audition, as in sending in audition tapes, going through interviews, extensive on-camera testing before they can even become a housewife, and that the producers prefer when whoever's getting casted also has their friends getting casted because they like people having those long histories with each other. But if you're a friend of a housewife that got casted, you still have to apply and send in an audition tape and do on-camera testing. You're not just, like, automatically in. Um, But I guess it creates more drama when there's, like, a history. So they tend to um, interview people in their little, like, friendship groups and then extend out into, like, a smaller extension group of friends uh, so they can all kind of already have those long histories together because they're avoiding the big brother situation, which is where you just dump a whole bunch of strangers together. Got it. Um, everything is fair game. So they can't be like, Oh, I don't want you to talk about this piece of my life or that piece. The producer says if someone asks for that, like for something to be cut out, 
they're like, mm, you shouldn't be on reality TV. <laughs> like they have no compassion. Oh God. Um, I know. I guess you Even, know going in though. Yeah. It's in your contract. Like it's in there that you can't like, you can't leave anything out. Um, and the crew is allowed access to everything while they're filming, even like your closet, your kids' closets, the bathroom. Like, there's no off limits of where the crew's allowed to go into. Wait, what if you're in the bathroom? Yeah, I don't. I mean, <laughs> so they also have to like have their phone conversations on speakerphone so the producers can record both sides of the conversation. So, any phone calls that they have. And I, I, I remember this seeing some episodes where they all are like on speaker always. I'm like, do they not know how to not be on speaker? But that's why. Because they're not, they, they have to be on speaker. Okay. Their potential taglines that they have for each other, I guess. I think the tagline and what they're referring to is in the beginning when they're like, hi, I'm Susie and I like wine and to bitch about people or whatever. They're <laughs> is like, that really what they say? <laughs> No, I made that, I totally made that up right now, but you know, they have like a catchy tagline that sums them up or whatever. Um, so they discuss the tagline and they start discussing it through recording season and then, um, figure it out by the end. So then once they start going through editing, they record the, the intro video with that tagline for them and the women kind of get a say in it, but not really like they kind of have to just say what the producers want them to say <laughs> which like, my controlling like freak inside of me is like no <laughs> like hi I'm Sarah I'm eat on camera all the time yeah <laughs> yeah but it would probably be something you don't want to say <laughs> I don't want to say that <laughs> <laughs> That isn't something I want everyone to know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but uh, so, yeah, that could be your tagline. All right. Um, but so they try to pick something that's unique and special that makes you stand out from the pack. And I feel like that definitely makes you stand out from the pack. <laughs> um. Okay, so they also can't change their hairstyle mid-season. So they have to remain, like, consistent throughout the recording. So they're not allowed to change up their look at all. So that's why a lot of times in the reunion episode that happens after a whole season's pulled up, everyone looks super different because they're like, oh, I can finally change, like, this hairstyle. Um, and they, the women only get three interview looks. So throughout the entire time that they're – Oh, three months. So for three months of recording, they only can choose three outfits and they have to wear their hair the same, the outfit the same, their makeup the same, everything whenever they interview because they want like that consistent look. So And they don't like, they don't just go back and say like, here, let's watch this inter uh, this episode and then like talk about it at this all at No, once. like they'll record an episode and then make them get in one of their three looks that they chose and interview them about the episode. Is that wow. weird? That's so weird. It seems like there would be so much that, you know, they would cut out of the episode that then, like, you're having a conversation about something that, like, might not even make it in, and it just seems like a lot of footage. 
And a lot of editing. Yeah. Like, holy moly, Batman. Okay, so they also have to pay for their own glam team, which <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> like, I, I've never had a glam team in my life, so I wouldn't know what to do about that. Um, I wouldn't want to pay my own. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, can't you just make me pretty? And Yeah. So, but they, they don't pay for it. And then the women are also logging six day work weeks for 14 weeks during their season. And that's on top of like their normal work stuff that they have to do, you know, to self-sustain themselves and like taking care of kids and family. So it's like a freaking more than a full-time job. Um, and there's also strict rules about filming children that they can't legally film for um, too much during the day. So the protection, production team really has to come up with a strict schedule to make sure they get that footage, that one-on-one -on -one time with their kid. So it's all like kind of prescripted and staged, which is kind of creepy. And that's going to be damaging for the children. Um, yeah. Like I wouldn't know how to like as a kid that would be hard to process <laughs> like okay you and your mom are going to discuss this problem that you've been having on camera like oh five cameras God. pointing at you and we're going to be in the, the living room this time and then we're going to talk about it again in the kitchen so weird okay so when they go on vacations together accommodations are paid for but it's like low low accommodation so if they want to upgrade themselves they have to pay for that and alcohol is always available no matter where they go the real housewives are like yeah we just tell them what alcohol we want that day and it's just there and they just keep replenishing it <laughs> so it's like they will be super like stringy on a glam squad and paying to upgrade your accommodation and all that stuff but they're like yeah alcohol sure we'll spend all our money on booze <laughs> oh my god because i know it's more dramatic yeah, it's so more dramatic when you get wasted. This is just oh so weird. Um, okay, they can't sue each other. It's in their contract. So one housewife can't sue the other for, like, you know, accusations or altercations. Or defamation. <laughs> or defamation. Yeah, that's a good one. And then former cast members can't go on other shows. There's, like, a non-compete you have to sign. Which, um, here's a side funny fact. So I was on Price is Right. Um, did you know that? Did I tell you that? Yeah, it's I told in you your, that. it's in Oh, that's in right. Your... It's in my bio. Okay. So <laughs> I was on Prices Right with Bob Barker. I had to sign a contract that I wouldn't go, like, you're only allowed, and this was back then, I don't know if it's still true, but you're only allowed three game show appearances in your life because people don't want to make, like, they don't want it to be a serial, um, occurrence like someone goes on all the shows makes all the money and that's what they do for their careers just make it on game shows and win money although you don't even win money on price right but whatever so i just signed a document that said i agree i've already used up one of my three <laughs> game show appearances and i only have two left in my lifetime <sighs> it's really weird so what are your next two i don't know i need to pick them i've always kind of wanted to go on family feud <laughs> Oh, um, and then let's see. Hmm. Uh, what else? I guess that's kind of, kind of it. Oh, also they have to split the money from their businesses that they promote online with 
the um with the show whoa yeah they have to like sign it over there's a certain percentage that bravo who broadcasts this earns the revenue from whatever business they're promoting it's really weird that's crazy like i wouldn't i mean i guess that makes sense but like weird um and yeah that's the weird world of reality tv i would everything <laughs> I, was reading, I was just like what what like mind blow mind yeah. blow mind it's blow. so weird it's like yeah anywho it makes me definitely not want to do it even though i wasn't even like wanting to do it i'm so not that person i no. uh, i cannot be well i can for short periods i can be not authentic sarah like you know buttoned up and whatever but i just don't want to be and no one needs to be exposed to real authentic sarah for that amount of time <laughs> it's just, too much <laughs> it'll turn into pranks it'll just turn into me putting clear tape on your like your slider um light switch so that it doesn't work when you touch it and then you're gonna be like trying to figure out why your electricity isn't out, but like you can't get your lights on. <laughs> Shenanigans. <laughs> it would just go so poorly for everyone around me. I would because I would get bored and I would just start like pranking. Messing with them. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. I'd love to prank the camera guy. Oh my God. Yeah. Like get a remote that like turns the, you know, put it like, you know, you can do like the remote that goes on the camera. That's like really low yeah. profile and you can do like the button that turns it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's like you already thought through this. <laughs> oh, I'd that would be fun. Who, <laughs> I'd be the girl who pranks, burps right in the microphone and eats on screen. Yeah. <laughs> The whole time you're just eating, sitting at the table eating. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, that would be really great. Oh jeez. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, anywho, that's all I got. Are you are you tapped out now? No, I, I still have my current oh. hometown. Okay, go. Yeah. I've got my Commonwealth, Virginia. So this this one's oh, good. Getting, so all of mine this week came from WTOP News, <laughs> just to that cite my sources. <laughs> I just want to I want to give credit where credit's due. I just had uh, yeah, you're really far, responsible. I had far too much fun on this website today. Um, so uh, the the title of this article is Virginia Driver Faces Charges After Running Over Himself. Ah. <laughs> Ooh, okay great go so this is in alexandria virginia and i'm in arlington and that's like the other big city in northern virginia that's where like the um the court like the big courthouse and everything um mm. is that's where like schulte the guy who sold to wikileaks from the cia he'll get tried there and stuff um so it's like a big courthouse Okay. Um, lots of like diplomatic or like not diplomatic, you know, anyway, 
government staff have professionals okay government <laughs> government, government people <laughs> wandering around in their suits <laughs> um so a northern virginia man is facing charges including driving while intoxicated possessing marijuana after a police pursuit in which he ended up running over himself <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying really hard not to laugh. I don't know why the podcast is <laughs> laughing. <laughs> laughing with ginger. <laughs> and I washed my hair today, so it's extra red. I know, um, it was really good, too. I like the, the curls, the fresh curls. Thanks. Um, Fairfax County Police released dashboard video, which I have the video for you. Oh, good. We'll post from <laughs> From this incident showing 30-year-old, um, we're going to call him B, because I don't okay. really, I'm not really, I'm, I'm not convinced, I don't, I mean, yes, he got a DWI or whatever, but I'm not going to throw stones at marijuana. I, I don't use it, but that doesn't mean it doesn't have its place. Who knows if it was legal? I'm guessing it probably wasn't, but that's an assumption. Um, mm -hmm. So we're going to call him B. So um, okay. they have recording of him getting out of his car on a residential street in the Alexandria section, um, which is a suburb of D.C. But B apparently thought forgot to put the car in park and the video shows him running in front of the car then being struck oh no <laughs> oh, he no. then gets up and continues running ah. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> police say they caught him unharmed after a brief foot chase um and they say that and they initially pulled him over um, for an apparent equipment violation. So something, well, actually it's going to tell you, I read this one. Um, so they pulled him over for illegal window tint, um, oh. which is the equipment violation. So his window tint was too dark or it was on the front windows or the, mm -hmm. you know, cause that's, that's the law. Um, so mm -hmm. charges against him include a third time DWI, Felony hit and run and illegal window tint. Oh, bless his heart. They didn't charge him for the marijuana, so it may have been legal. Yeah, but they yeah. had to stick it in that article, didn't they? They had to put felony hit and run on him. <laughs> himself. That seems so unnecessary. <laughs> Like, like he hit himself, guys. Accident. It was an accident. And then he it got up and accident. literally ran. Oh my god! I think like it was a tap, not a hit. <laughs> poor B. Oh, <sighs> poor guy. Oh, yeah. But I mean, oh, at least he's god. okay. <laughs> Yeah, at least he got up and started running. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. We had some good hometown hiccups there. I know. I liked that. It was fun, like, researching my, my town, like, my states and all the really terrible, funny things they were doing. 
It gave me a lot of articles for future stuff, actually. Mm, ooh, you got ammo. All right. <laughs> Less homework later. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us on Laughing with Gingers. A funny news podcast with two feisty redheads with the loudest laughs ever who shares crazy stories to see who can make the other laugh louder. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Laughing with Gingers, and we'll post the photos from the story and the video and other things that we talked about sharing. Yes. And uh, if you have funny stories that you would like to submit to us that we may read on, um, on our <laughs> future podcasts, we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can send those to us on Instagram, or you can um, email us at laughingwithgingers at gmail.com. And do we know what next week's episode is? No. We're um, not that prepared. We're not that prepared. But tune in. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and we'll see who can make the other laugh the loudest. And next week we might have a guest. Ooh, if we can get it together, we might have a guest. That's yeah. exciting. I'm excited. I can't wait to see you guys then. <laughs> have a great rest of the week, and we'll catch you next time on Laughing with Gingers. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.